Welcome to The Real Enneagram, A Spiritual Quest, brought to you by the Institute for Conscious Being. Join us as we experience the vital teachings of Enneagram expert Dr. Joseph Howell, clinical psychologist and author of Becoming Conscious, The Enneagram's Forgotten Passageway. Relax as you are taken beyond personality typing to The Real Enneagram, The Spiritual Development of the Soul. Welcome back to a podcast entitled The Real Enneagram, A Spiritual Quest. Hi, my name is Erica Jobes, and today Dr. Joseph Howell joins us from the great state of California, where he is doing extensive training in hopes that he will become even more wise than he already is, if that's possible. So I thank you, Dr. Howell, for that, for for joining us and for teaching today. We've asked him to talk to us a little bit about the Enneagram of the soul, and he will uh, expound on that topic, and we hope that those of you who've chosen to join us today, that you'll get something out of that, because there's more to the Enneagram than just personality, and there's more to the Enneagram than just learning about your ego and how to become a better ego, type whatever, and... I know that there is a reason that you've joined us today, and I'm grateful that you've you've chosen to listen to this podcast when you could be listening to, you know, any number of others. And I know that there's a reason for it, that there's purpose, and that I hope that you find that purpose today and that you, you get a lot out of it. Today, I'd like to speak to you about the Enneagram of Soul. The Enneagram is a spiritual map of the soul. Um, It's not really a map of people's various personalities, although on the surface, that's what seems to be. Just like on the surface, you and I seem to be our personalities. Fact is, however, there is something much deeper than our personality, and the Enneagram shows that to us. What's deeper is our soul, and how do we find our soul and begin to learn some of its qualities? Well, this has been done over the ages by people who have known the truths of the Enneagram without even knowing the Enneagram. There are hundreds and thousands of portals to the soul. These are the openings in our lives that, if we explore them, we go deeper into the interior regions of ourself and learn of the treasure trove there, of the wonderful and beautiful things that are expressed in us of the, of the divine And this is called our true nature. Our true nature isn't to be expressed as people playing harps on clouds. That is not exactly what true nature really is. True nature is the totality of our being. It includes all of us. It includes the foibles, the mistakes, the illusions, and the personality traits. 
as well as the absolutely beautiful underlying purposes of our life. These beautiful underlying purposes are really our inner guidance. And these are qualities that sustain us all of our life and connect us with the divine because they are divine qualities. They are expressions of God, however we conceive that word to be. The divine seems like a much more appropriate word because the word God has become institutionalized and has become um, a name that various religious groups have adopted and listed attributes of according to their own way of looking at the world. And in reality, the divine is, um, is basically a mystery that cannot be defined in definitive and finite terms. The, the, it is almost like a child looking at their parent. They see aspects of their parent, hopefully the goodness and the mercy and the kindness and the love and the feeding and the attention and the absolute um, attentiveness of a protective, nurturing parent. Of course, for some children, this is not true. But the, to the child, that nurturing parent, only parts of that parent are seen. The other qualities that, for example, that one parent's partner may see may include completely different qualities, as well as the nurturing and others that go toward the child. In other words, the child sees only certain aspects of its parent. The rest of the parent is a mystery. And how the parent came to get um, their qualities is a mystery to the child. The child does not have, at that point, the capacity to do anything but live in total acceptance of what is. Comparatively, when we speak of the divine, we're speaking of the mystery. Because as finite beings, there is no way that we can wrap our minds around the infinite divine, which has aspects and mysteries to it that our minds cannot begin to even comprehend. So when we say the divine, we are also speaking of a mystery that we cannot totally understand or put into words that give it boundaries. It is boundless. So where does that leave us when we're looking at our own qualities? We look at the qualities of our soul in a way that helps us understand that what our soul qualities are actually reflects qualities of our divine parent, our origin, 
or the divine. The Quakers have a saying that um, is encapsulates this very um, thought, and that is, there is um, a spark of the divine in every human. The Society of Friends, which is the uh, name of the Quakers of today, have, a, have that saying um, in much of their literature, and it's attributed to their founders. However, that one statement, there is that of God in every human, is profound because it explains that we are not merely human, but that we have qualities that transcend our body. We have qualities that are energetically more powerful than we have even begun to realize. And that these qualities of the divine are atomic, full of potential, and we have yet to reach that potential. It's only been 500 years ago that the uh, um, printing press came into being. It has only been 50 years of this recording that the United States, through its technology, landed a human being on the moon. What will happen in the next 50 years, in the next 500 years? The potential that each human being has within is not even known because it is part of that mystery. So the Enneagram reflects that mystery in the fact that the outward personality is known through one of those nine types on the Enneagram. But underneath, there is an Enneagram of soul, and you find it through the inner flow of the Enneagram. And as expressed in previous podcasts, that inner flow is found by typing yourself as one of those nine personalities. And then, when you find yourself, whether it be one through nine, on that clock, so to speak, of the Enneagram energies, you merely look at the arrow that points to your personality type. And that arrow is what is followed for you to go to the end of it to see what energy there is there. And when you interpret the energies at the other end of the arrows that point to you, you interpret them in light of soul, not personality. For example, if one happens to be a one person happens to be a six, they trace back to their soul, which is found in the energies of nine. And they do this through crossing the bridge of their holy idea, which is holy strength and holy faith.
These are the ideas of the divine that their soul expressed and was most connected to in their earliest childhood. This is how they came to earth. And this is true for all of the types. Every one of the personality types has an arrow that points to it, and that if one follows the origin of that arrow at the arrow's tail, then they will have taken a journey that is against the flow and, like a salmon, fight the rapids to return to their origin, their birth, so that they can experience a type of rebirth. So, for the six, as an example, the nine is the soul who comes very connected to faith and inner strength, no doubting, no fear, tremendous peacefulness, and love abounding. This is a beautiful way or a beautiful expression of God. And each person, considering their own makeup, has other qualities underneath those that help carry out that strength, that faith, that peace, that love, that unconditional love. And these are the unique inner qualities of our soul. These can be found as we explore in more depth the soul child. The soul child of ourself is found at our number of integration. For example, that would be number nine for egotype six. And that little soul child is a structure within us that still has a voice, that still has a presence. And though it has been overlaid by veils and crusts and all types of things that obscure it, it is a living, vital structure of our soul. And that little being can speak to us. This is why at the Institute for Conscious Being, we teach the soul child principles because every person's soul child has a different explanation to their person, to their adult, of what their soul qualities are, of what their concerns are, of which directions they want to grow in, which directions they may have wounding in, which directions they want to learn more about life and the experiencing the beauty of life. The soul child is a wonderful way to dip into the well of our own true nature because it never left its true nature. It was only covered over with layers and layers of egoic life and image, defenses, fears, strategies, avoidances, traps, fixations, all of which made it hide. But it is not really hidden, it's vital, and has spoken to us in that still small voice forever. 
but we can recontact it. And this is what gives us our soul qualities. We also pick up soul qualities as we go against the arrow from our number of integration to the soul qualities of all the numbers on the Enneagram. We do that through the inner flow, not only on our ego type but our wings, which makes it be that all of the types are covered and visited by us as we make that conscious journey to all these beautiful energies, picking up aspects of the divine as we become more whole with each trip along this circle that actually expands into an, um, a beautiful um, spiral upward. There's a lot more to tell you about all of this, and we look forward to many more visits. Thank you. Thank you again, Dr. Howell, for talking to us about the Enneagram of the Soul. And thank you for your commitment to getting the message out to people that we are more than just our egos and that there is a way that we can learn how to deal with the suffering that our egos cause us. And, and to do that, we have to return to the soul. When life was breathed into our bodies, it was soul, not ego. And, you know, the, the idea that we want to make ourselves the very best ego that we can be is, you know, it's a great idea and it's popular, but it's incomplete. There's so much more to the Enneagram than just the Enneagram of typology and of ego. And so we thank you for constantly reminding us that it's the movement back to soul, that that place where we find our true peace and wholeness, it's the place where we feel like we're right where we should be. And if we don't feel that way, if we feel angst, if we feel frantic, if we feel anxious, if we feel angry, if we feel like we are not where we should be in our lives, then it's time to take a look at the Enneagram of soul. And it's time to find a way back to soul where you can find healing and find the true connection to the divine. And I, for one, am grateful to Dr. Howe for his constant reminder of that. And if you have any questions when you're listening to this podcast, please email us at therealenneagram at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. And if you have any questions about the Institute for Conscious Being, you can join or you can look at our website at theicb.org. So we invite you to do that. Thank you again for listening. Thank you again for choosing to return this week. I know there's purpose in that. And have a great week. Thank you for being with us today. Check out our website at www.theicb.org. That's T-H-E-I-C-B dot O-R-G. 
If you have questions you would like to have answered on this podcast, just email us at the address on our website, theicb.org, under Contacts. And if you would like to attend one of the conferences or other events of the Institute for Conscious Being, you will find these presentations on our website under Events.